0: Coat of Many Colors, people just identify me with that. That little song just means so much to me in so many ways for so many reasons. It's it's more of a philosophy than it is a song.
1: Back through the years I go wondering once again Back to the seasons of my youth
2: It is impossible to separate Dolly Parton from Coat of Many Colors. The song is her life story in three minutes and five seconds. How she was raised in the poverty of Appalachia, how her mother sewed her a coat of rags to wear to school, and how the other kids made fun of her. But also, how Dolly learned she was rich in love.
1: And it was away way down in the fall Mama sewed the rags together So in every piece we love, She made my coat of many colors That I was so proud of
2: Code of Many Colors is the title track, and the heart and soul, of one of Dolly's greatest albums. Released in 1971, it's the record where Dolly came into her own as a solo artist, as a songwriter, and as a storyteller. Over the album's ten tracks, seven of them written solely by Dolly, she explores topics like poverty, class, spirituality, nature, female empowerment, and sexuality. This album marked her first significant steps out of the shadow of Porter Wagner, the Rhinestone country star who gave Dolly her big break by hiring her as the quote girl singer on his TV variety show.
0: I was always trying to progress and try to try to do more, try to grow and try to you know, to express myself musically as much as I could in every in every album that we did, but still stay as true to myself as I could, but to expand as a songwriter. I always Take myself more seriously as a songwriter than I even do as a singer.
2: Today, Coat of Many Colors stands as an album of liberation and empowerment that cements Dolly Parton as an all-time great songwriter. But it's no longer just Dolly's story. It's ours, too. One big message of love, acceptance, and pride. One,
1: two, three, four, five, down, baby.
2: I'm Brittany Spanos, senior writer for Rolling Stone, and your host for Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums. The podcast where we tell the stories behind 10 albums off our completely revamped list of the best albums ever. In this episode, Dolly Parton's coat of many colors.
3: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today.
1: Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
2: Rolling Stone country editor Joseph Hudak has interviewed Dolly numerous times. Here he is with the full story.
3: By the time Dolly Parton walked into RCA Studio B in 1971 to record Code of Many Colors, She had already been living in Nashville for seven years. She moved to the city intending to be a songwriter, not a singer. But it would take a while for Nashville to recognize Dolly as a great writer. In fact, the first single of hers to hit the charts was written by someone else. It was a cheeky song called Dumb Blonde. Early in her time in Nashville, she met a figure who'd play a pivotal role in her life. Porter Wagner. He was a veteran country hitmaker who had his own TV variety show. Porter gave Dolly her big break by casting her on his show, and the pair became frequent duet partners. They were never romantically involved, but they were joined at the hip in all things music and business. They released 13 duet albums and won the Country Music Association Award for Vocal Duo of the Year three times. Porter even helped her pick which songs to record and was a looming presence in the studio.
0: Well, Porter and I, you know, we worked together for many, many years, but Porter was always involved in the production and working with uh, the engineers and working with the the musicians, making sure that they, you know, got it the way that, that he wanted it and that he felt like that I would want it.
3: During the Code of Many Colors sessions, Porter asked Dolly to record three songs he wrote, including If I Lose My Mind a jarring tale of manipulation and sexual coercion. Dolly sings lyrics like, quote, He made me watch him love another woman, and he tried to make me love another man.
1: Why he made me watch him love another
0: woman. I don't think I wanted to sing that song. That was one that Porter had written, I think. And uh, I thought, well, he wanted me to sing some of his songs. But yeah, that was one of those that... Uh, you just, that was so country, though, to talk about those, all those kind of things. But yeah, that was, that was a little embarrassing to kind of sing <laughs> at that time. Anymore where anything goes.
3: Dolly would end her musical partnership with Porter in 1974, writing him a heartfelt goodbye with her song, I Will Always Love You. When Dolly recorded Coat of Many Colors in 1971, she was already starting to break away. She'd been releasing solo albums and singles in between her duet albums with Porter, and her star was beginning to eclipse her mentors. There was just no hiding Dolly's talent. Carly Pierce is a country star following in Dolly Parton's footsteps, but writing songs ripped from the pages of her own life. She also spent her teenage years singing at Parton's Tennessee amusement park, Dollywood. Carly says Dolly had something to prove with Coat of Many Colors.
4: That she was bigger than just the girl that... Porter found that sang the duets with him. I I think that she knew she was bigger than that. And obviously, I'm sure she's, I can't speak for her, but I'm sure she's very grateful for that opening of the door. But I think that she knew she had something to prove on her own and that she had a lot to say. She was just trying to connect dots to get her there.
3: Dolly knew what she had to do to fully come into her own as a solo artist and songwriter. Sure, she recorded those three Porter Wagner-written songs, but the rest of the album would be solely written by Dolly and it would be her most personal record yet it all started with the title track a clear-cut origin story about her childhood in east tennessee
1: although we had no money well, I was rich as i could be in my coat of many colors my mama made for me
3: dolly parton grew up poor in Sevierville, tennessee a small city near the great smoky mountains The memory of her one-bedroom cabin was still fresh in Dolly's mind when she moved to Nashville in 1964, right after graduating high school.
0: We didn't have anything. We were from a very large, poor family. Mama used to sew all of our quilts and uh, curtains for the windows, remake our clothes and make clothes out of feed sacks or whatever, you know, scraps. But she had, people used to bring Mama big boxes of scraps because she used to do a lot of quilting.
3: In coat of many colors, Dolly sang in universal language about her Appalachian poverty and the coat of rags that her mother lovingly sewed her to wear to school. Dolly's father worked as a sharecropper while her mom took care of Dolly and her 11 siblings. It was a life of hard work and zero luxuries. There was a stove, a small table, a washtub, but the Parton's one-room cabin had no running water, no electricity. To keep the 12 kids warm, her mother would repurpose animal feed bags into blankets and clothes. Coat of many colors is a story song about a mother's love. It draws on the biblical tale of Joseph and his treasured garment, the coat of many colors.
0: The backstory is that I was—I went to school in that coat because Mama had made me feel so proud, thinking I—tell me the story about Joseph, and I went to school thinking I looked like Joseph, but the kids kind of laughed at my coat. So I was upset with my mom. And I was crying because I thought she had, you know, kind of told me a fib. And that's when I said, Mama, they said that my coat was just rags and we was poor. And Mama said, uh, Mama said, I don't want to ever hear you say that we're poor. We are not poor. We are rich in kindness and love and understanding. And that little coat, you know, that was just something I made with love and told me that story to make me proud of it.
3: Grammy nominated country songwriter Brandy Clark is a Dolly Parton superfan. She says the song Code of Many Colors succeeds because it's so universal.
5: You got family, you've got religion, you've got honesty, and you've got poverty. And also being made fun of. And I think if you haven't had one of those five things go on, you probably haven't lived.
3: Producer Bob Ferguson oversaw most of Porter Wagner's albums, and he was brought in to produce "Code of Many Colors as well. The sessions included some of the best musicians in Nashville. Late greats like fiddler Johnny Gimble, pedal steel ace Pete Drake, and drummer Jerry Kerrigan. Dolly says the players all saw a little bit of their own lives in her humble childhood.
0: Those people were so special to me then, and they played on so many of my my records, but they were also, for the most part, they were country people as well, had been brought up very poor, and they certainly related, you know, to a song like The Coat of Many Colors.
3: Marissa R. Moss, author of the upcoming book, Her Country, about the obstacles that women face in country music, says that Dolly was open and honest about her upbringing in the song, Coat of Many Colors.
6: It shows the beauty of where she came from. It's easy to sort of glamorize where you came from, but. It's not really honest to, you know, glamorize American poverty. She doesn't really feel the need to do that either, um, but she's, you know, very connected to like the human spirit. She's far more honest about that and um, doesn't try to sort of talk about herself as, you know, a rural person in that I got out because I was super special and it was some magical chemical and uh, and I think that's why people still really value it and relate to it.
3: There's a cool story about how Dolly wrote Code of Many Colors, like literally how she wrote it.
0: So, I was on the bus early, Porter was coming onto the bus. We were leaving town going on tour, and Porter had um he had stopped at the dry cleaners to get his uh, his suit, you know, his show suit. And so that phone started coming to me and I just grabbed the tag off of his cleaning bag, the tag, and I started writing the Code of Many Colors on it. And uh, so I finished the song pretty much on that.
3: Wow. So you wrote a song about a coat on a receipt from a coat. That's amazing.
0: Oh, well, I hadn't (laughs) thought of that, but yeah, I did.
3: (laughs) Despite Dolly honoring Porter's request to record some of his songs, Coat of Many Colors is distinctly her album. You could hear her take agency of her story. Rolling Stone writer Chet Flippo described it as, quote, the first true flowering of Dolly Parton's faltering steps to emerge as a free musical soul and a major songwriter, unquote. The
1: man I love run the salesman route Selling goods from house to house Mm -hmm. And I knew my mama would never stand For me stepping out with no traveling man
3: The proof is in songs she wrote like Traveling Man, about a young woman who makes plans to run off with a traveling salesman only to have her own mother steal him away first.
0: That's one of my favorite songs I ever wrote. I get such a kick out of that. I used to do it sometimes because when we were growing up, they used to have what they call the fuller brush man uh, that used to come around. I just started writing this little song one day about the traveling salesman because all the girls always fall in love because he was somebody different. So then I got I got right to the end of the song and I thought, I'm going to do a twist on this. It's a cute song. It just sort of showed my twisted sense of humor at that time in the early days. To away
1: <laughs> with that traveling man on Saturday. Well, Saturday.
3: Marissa Moss Ma says Traveling Man was bold not just for 1971, but for today.
6: Yeah, I mean, that's really wild, right? <laughs> I mean, like, imagine if someone, came, you know, even someone who's a little bit cutting edge right now came out with a song like that. I mean, I feel like maybe Brandi Clark could pull it off or something. She does great stories like that with kind of twists at the end, but... Just sort of coming out with a song like that, was it 1971, something like that, is just pretty wild. And, and Dolly was never afraid.
2: When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Um, I've lost count. Or,
1: Shoot that, shoot that!
3: Dolly took an even more direct look at a woman's sexuality in the track She Never Met a Man She Didn't Like. Brandy Clark says both that song and Traveling Man were important precursors to another of Dolly's signature songs, a timeless song about a woman named Jolene.
5: I thought it would be a funny song. And not that Traveling Man is funny, but I thought it would be more like that, and it wasn't. It was very you know pleading with this guy like be careful because she never met a man she didn't like she's not going to stick with you and then this was pre-jolene i was thinking she was working her way to jolene here you know that's really what i felt from that song
3: the spirit of dolly's native smoky mountains is woven throughout Code of many colors it's in the lyrics of the title track in the song early morning breeze and in the actual music of my blue tears a bluegrassy song that uses nature as a metaphor for heartbreak.
1: Bring not your light into my dark blue, yellow sunshine. Waste not your on the in
0: here All those kind of songs are kind of like a tribute to my Tennessee Mountain Home. You know, I, years later, I recorded a whole album called My Tennessee Mountain Home. And it's more of that... Um, old mountain flavored. It was more of a, a kind of Elizabethan sound too. I kind of wanted to get that old, old world sound with it. Cause it's got that mournful, you know, kind of sound.
3: Here's Brandy Clark.
5: It is mountain music and Dolly's. That's another theme that runs through Dolly's catalog. In my opinion, I always want to listen to Dolly in the fall because I love to go to Gatlinburg and Uh, Pigeon Forge in the fall when the leaves are turning. And Dolly has, has figured out a way to make her music feel like that part of the country.
3: Marissa Moss says there's a universal spirituality to Dolly's songs.
6: So I'm a Jewish girl from New York. You know, I can't always relate to a lot of religious content in country songs because it focuses on one sort of specific religious point of view. Um, but weirdly, I always have been able to when Dolly sings about it. Um, and I don't know why that is, but she's able to sort of sing about religion and questioning of humanity and why we're here in ways that I really understand and don't find off putting. You're looking for life's answers in any way that you can find them and it doesn't have to sort of line up with your own personal beliefs to be effective and like Dolly hits that every time.
3: But sometimes Dolly admits there was no deeper meaning or message. When she wrote Early Morning Breeze, she was just trying to sell laundry detergent.
0: Funny story about that, this might be of interest to the listeners. Uh, when I wrote The Early Morning Breeze, when I first started with Porter's show, we were doing our own commercials on the air rather than going to commercials. We actually had, we were selling laundry detergent. Uh, We had breeze detergent that we sold and you open the package and you get these towels, you know, you got free uh, kitchen towels. And so they had all these floral uh, designs on them. And then, and so I wrote a song called Early Morning Breeze, and all the names of the flowers that were on those towels uh, that I talk about in the Early Morning Breeze, the aster and the dahlia and the wild geranium. And, uh, but I cleverly, poetically, uh, uh, put all the flowers on a, on a kitchen, on a bath towel in my song, Early Morning Breeze, because that's what we showed on TV.
3: Sonically, there's one outlier on the mostly acoustic Coat of Many Colors, the song Here I Am. It's more funk rock than country music, and it's the most aggressive example of Dolly owning her art.
1: It is, that was a really good record.
0: That's one I'm proud of that. Well, I had a lot to do with that one. Bob Ferguson also had a lot of input. He didn't always get as much credit as he deserved. But, uh, but Porter, Bob, and I all had a lot of input on that. But, of course, as a songwriter and and through the years, I'm sure it's, it's been pretty obvious that I'm, I'm pretty involved in about anything that I do, especially a song like Here I Am. I wanted to do something a little more uh, bluesy or a little more rock, and I remember kind of having to... Uh, a little bit, thinking that's not really country enough, and I thought, yeah, but it's soulful.
3: Carly Pierce says that Dolly's most open secret is in the simplicity of her lyrics.
4: I feel like she just has a way of writing that is really to the point. You know, here I am if you need a love that's true. (laughs) Again, I don't know if I was sitting there, I'd be like, yeah, that's it, you know, but I think I'm reminded when I try to overcomplicate things the way that these songs really have stood the test of time, and they were quite simple.
3: In the end, Code of Many Colors remains an essential album because it represents country music's mission statement, simple storytelling that anyone can relate to. Marissa Moss says, just listen to the title track.
6: I mean, it's a cliche thing to say about country music, but it's cliche at this point because it's so true that it's just a great story. But I mean, it also is a a country song that really gets to the truth it talks about class it talks about poverty all in just her personal story um, and I think that's probably why we keep going back to it so much because we've lost a little bit of that
1: I recall a box of rags that someone gave us and how my mama put the rags to use there were rags of many colors
3: Brandy Clark pinpoints a certain freedom in Code of Many Colors of Dolly submitting herself to the power of the song.
5: I think the record holds up, number one, because of the songs. You know, I, I really think anything that holds up, that's the foundation. And then I think the production on it is really pretty timeless in most most places really at the end of the day it is her storytelling and there's not a better storytelling song than code of many colors what i get from her songwriting and i it's something i struggle with is that she really doesn't fight her instincts i think it's why she's written so many songs i think she's figured out how to be a vessel for the universe or god putting these songs in her. I just don't feel a lot of overthought anything. Although
1: we had no money, was rich as I could be in my of many colors. When Carly
3: Pierce listens to Coat of Many Colors, she can hear an artist fine-tuning her style.
4: I'm sure she was still kind of exploring and trying to figure out what exactly was her sound and i think that she creatively used a lot of different colors if you will throughout her career of of just exploring and and she is a true artist and i think she's also a visionary and so i think she just has a lot of layers to her
3: Code of many colors peaked at number seven on billboards country albums chart it also scored dolly her very first album of the year cma award nomination Looking back, she says the album accomplished exactly what she came to Nashville to do, be a songwriter. Dolly, of course, went on to much bigger fame. She's a global superstar, but she says the title track will always be a part of her story, a glimpse at who she was and who she was about to become. It remains a staple of her concerts and has even been adopted as an anthem of gay pride, thanks to the song's themes of confidence, acceptance, and love.
0: Anyway, I think people just love the song. And then there's a lot of fun, good little songs in, in the album, and it's my early days. A lot of my fans now, a lot of my newfound fans like to go back and see who I am, who I was. Anyway, I, I just think the Little coat, people relate to it for many different reasons.
1: And holds in both my shoes, in my coat of many colors, I hurried off to school just to
2: Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors ranks number 257 on Rolling Stone's new Greatest Albums of All Time list. I'm Brittany Spanos. This has been Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums, an Amazon original podcast. Executive producers are Christian Horde, Hank Steemer, Gus Winner, and myself. This episode was produced by Joseph Hudak. Our senior producer is Michelle Lands. Mixing by Marquise Neal. Additional production help by Mary Dew. Bridget Shelsey is our production manager. Peter Miller is our music supervisor. Fact-checking by Jonathan Bernstein. Supervising executives for Amazon Music are Nathan Brackett, Morgan Jones, Steph Walkney, and Lauren D. And for Rolling Stone, Jason Fine. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums every Tuesday and hear it first on Amazon Music.
1: But I was rich as I could be In my coat of many colors My mama made for me
6: for me. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this: perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just 3 simple ingredients: popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.